Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! 
do you remember what happened yesterday? I remember that we went off on a lot of tangents. We sure did. We talked about fucking everything. We talked about Star Wars and TV shows and Xena. Right? And, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think there was like a mom that got pissed off about a- something. Athelia. 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 Yeah. Okay. And uh, she... Uh, she got she mad. Got, she killed a lot of people because she was like, fuck you. Because her son was killed. Right. So yeah. she took the throne. But then she was like killing royalty and like the one of the, the, the royal kids escaped and they hit him for in like a room for like six years. Okay. The royal kid was a baby. It was a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. It was like a Moses age type of thing. Right. Right. And he hid away in a room for like six years. And, and then, then when he was seven. They called all the king's men and all the king's horses. All the king's horses and all the king's yeah. men. And they put and that they, kingdom they, back together again. <laughs> Yeah, and then they killed a, you know, a, a Athelia. Yeah. yeah. But they had to drag her out because they didn't want to kill her inside the... the, pal- the yeah, the... The palace? The, no, it wasn't... They killed her in the palace. I think they didn't want to kill her in the uh, um, the, the churchy place. The, 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 the What do you call it? The, the altar. Fuck. Um, I'm, I'm scared. I'm what was it called? failing here. I can't even remember um, what they called them. The him. palace grounds is where they killed her. Yeah. Oh, they didn't want to kill her in the temple of the yeah, Lord. Yeah, the temple. Why can't I think of the temple? The Jesus. temple. We've only said the temple so many times like in this book. Like, it's used all the time. We're stupid. I mean, there's that. So. <laughs> and <sighs> so then they took down all of the pagan stuff, the... Um, Altars to Baal and all that. Yeah. They got rid of all those. Right. And supposedly they're going to, like, you know, be right with God now and stuff. Because they made that kid read those words. Right. Also, um, this is completely separate subject here, but I want to apologize. You are so sorry. I am so sorry. You are sorry. I accidentally uploaded <laughs> an episode from Second Samuel as the main <laughs> section of our podcast for yesterday's episode. I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> I, it's fixed now. It's I think. Fixed. I think. I mean, it may not be fixed everywhere, but it's fixed. You know where I can fix it. Yeah. And uh, if the place so, where you're listening is still showing the wrong thing, yeah, go over to Anchor. You can listen to it there. Yeah, for sure. That's that's your platform's fault, right? At or this YouTube. Point. I know it's fixed on YouTube too. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, that was uh, my bad. It's all fixed now. I had somebody call me out on it on uh, Twitter. So thank you for that. I really fucked up. Oopsie yeah, and I should have got their name because I can't. I, I I almost have it in my head. Like I I know them when they talk to me. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that. I know them, yeah. but like I can't remember their name right now as I'm speaking. And I should have had that ready. You so. should have. But regardless, thank you for the help, and I appreciate mm-hmm. you letting us know. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right. So anyway. That was Second Kings chapter eleven. It sure as fuck was. Unless, of course, you were listening to Second Samuel. <laughs> but um, today we're going to be getting into Second Kings chapter twelve. Oh, shit! What are we getting into? Second Kings chapter twelve. Sorry, I got carried away there. You sure as fuck did. I did. You need to get your shit together, sir. I will get our shit, my shit together. You get your shit fuck. together. Get Between, off of my shit. Well, look, we were gonna do a live stream tonight, and I then know. I broke equipment, and you I was like, broke it. "Fucking hell!" You did. You pulled it. You pulled the thing down, and you go, "Fuck!" Yeah, I broke it. <laughs> it's too bad nobody was on the live stream yet, but you would have had a real fun time listening to me like dropping my goddamn phone a million times. And you and were like, like "I'm gonna." something god damn it and then i did <laughs> it was kind of funny it was something um, anyway it was funny and uh i'm over there trying to stay out of your way and not right, laugh at you right. but 
So the uh, the live streaming thing that we're trying to do on YouTube every night um, is going to have to maybe be paused for a couple of days while I figure out a better method to do this because I kind of suck at it, apparently. Well, when you say every night, you mean we did it that one time? We did it that one time, but we were planning on doing it nightly. Yeah, because it was fun. It worked out. It yeah. was good. So now I just need to, you know, dig into google and figure out what the fuck i'm doing and buy some better shit and yeah that too so <laughs> i mean oops sorry k thanks bye did i mention we have a patreon yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help yeah, right, right, yeah. all right well all right we're gonna get into the next chapter here again which is second kings chapter 12 asshole let's do this Hey, wife, do you like coffee in the morning? I sure do, husband. Morning, noon, night, which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low. Wait, before you do that, check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee. What if I want more than one pound? Either order a larger amount or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks or a month or whatever works for you. Did you set up something special for our listeners? You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout. That's a hellishly good deal. Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Okay, so before we get into our book, um, our book, our chapter. Our chapter, yeah. The, the thing that we do. Right. That, that thing where we're reading the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Um, we wanted to give a shout out, I think, yeah, to so, uh, somebody that we we really like a lot. Yeah, no, it, um, first of all, it's our new Patreon. It's our new patron. Our new patron yeah. is an awesome person. Yeah, and we, uh, we actually, I think, I don't know if we talked about this before, but we talked about it somewhere. I think we made a new friend when we went down to the Louisville Convention. The Louisville um, uh, the Free, Free Thought, Thought Convention. Convention. Right. Yeah. Anyway, his name is Stephen Hines. The author Stephen the Hines. The author Stephen Hines. Yes. Right. And he wrote a book about his um, journey from, you know, being a Christian to not being a Christian. And what's the name of the book? The name dear? of the book is called Rebirth Defect. Which, I mean, that's a badass, but yeah, what's, what's so the his, subtitle? His, well, so like his little pitch for it is, uh, it's it's a, it's my journey from well, not mine, his journey from Catholic altar boy to teen atheist to adult Christian metal evangelist and back to atheism. Read the book that turned it. Oh, I'm sorry. Read the book that is rumored to have given the Pope an aneurysm. Available in paperback and audiobook through Amazon. And we have purchased the Audible. Yeah. And um, I can't wait to start it because I'm starting it tomorrow. So be, well. I'm excited because I read his um, comic book. Yeah, he has comic um, books, too. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Zombie Fabulous. Oh, right? my God, you guys. It is so fucking awesome. <laughs> so we are so humbled and honored to have him as a patron. Right. Stephen Hines. Check him out. He's fantastic. He's a really cool dude. Yeah, and I'm going to put a link to his book in the description of the podcast. So if you want to go there to check it out, feel free to. And just click on the link to take you right there. Thank you, Stephen. Yep. All right. So you ready to go ahead and get into our episode then? I am. Second Kings chapter 12. All right. Here we awesome. go. Ready? I'm ready. Don't forget, they just killed a bunch of fucking people. They, well, yeah, I mean, she killed a bunch of people and then they killed They killed her, her. and then they got rid of all of the um, Baal and all yeah, of the yeah, altars yeah. and shit. Right, right, so right. But they didn't, kill, they didn't kill a bunch of people yet. Well, I mean. Not they, yet. I have a feeling I, I mean there's a lot of death and killing in this book so yeah i mean i it's a safe I just, bet i have a feeling that the way it's gonna go is that they didn't just knock down some altars i think they probably 
um, did some business. You think so? I think so. Okay. But that's just my opinion. You don't just knock down altars. You also <laughs> kill the followers. Right, right. That's just my opinion based on what I've read thus far. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. Joash began to rule over Judah in the seventh year of King Jehu's reign in Israel. He reigned in Jerusalem 40 years. His mother was Zebiah from Beersheba. All his life, Joash did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. Oh, wow. Because Jehoiada, the priest, instructed him. Oh, okay. Yet even so, he did not destroy the pagan shrines, and the people still offered sacrifices and burned incense there. Why didn't he Why didn't he destroy those then? Womp, womp. Like, if he's, if he's doing everything godly, why wouldn't he destroy those? Because... They're like he's good, but he's not good. He's not. He's not perfect. He's no he's David. Just, he's <laughs> <laughs> right, right. One day. One day. One day, King Joash said to the priests, "Hey, hey, collect all the money brought as a sacred offering to the Lord's temple, whether it is a regular assessment, or a payment of vows, or a voluntary gift." Okay. Let the priest take some of that money to pay for whatever repairs are needed at the temple. Oh, so tithings. Tithings for building repairs. But by the 23rd year of Joash's reign, the priest still had not repaired the temple. He was was laundering that shit, man. He was like taking that. He's stashing it somewhere. He was buying yachts. Right. Because that's how they do. I'm saying like he's got some fucking... But you know what? I don't think it was the king, because listen to this. Okay. So King Joash called for Jehoiada and the other priests and was like, the fuck? Why haven't you repaired the temple? Right. Don't use any more money for your own needs, assholes. From (laughs) now on, it must all be spent on temple repairs. Right, right. But wait, that was 23 years before he called him on it. Right. But it's funny to me that, like, we're still to this day, we're arguing about, like, taxes, taxing churches because... I mean, they're ridiculously, like, some of these churches are ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And they have millions of dollars mm-hmm. as the fucking pastors and whatever. Mm-hmm. They're these televangelist type people. Mm-hmm. And it's insane. We're not taxing them because they're fucking religious. No, fuck that. They're fucking uber rich. And they're getting away with it because they're a quote-unquote church. And they're fleecing their followers, robbing them, and they're grifters. And the funny thing is, it was happening back then in mm-hmm. the fucking Old Testament. It was yep. already happening. Yep. So, like, and why Jesus would we believe had, it's any different? Jesus ever? had problems with that. Like, we know when we get into the New Testament that Jesus is going to have issues with that. Right, right. And all the Christians today seem to have missed that part of Jesus' message. Yeah. Or didn't miss it so much as didn't give a fuck because they ain't real Christians. I love the the Christian pastors that are actually really popular, but they try to act like they're like they wear blue jeans on the stage mm-hmm. and they're like and but they're you know they're still rich, right? Like yeah. they, they 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 there's this one guy, I can't remember what his name is, uh I think it's oh it's Greg Locke. Yeah. Um and he is always like he's wearing like blue jeans and like T shirts and shit and he's always bitching about like, you know, Joel Olstein and the other preachers that are all rich and you know, wonderful, but he is the same thing, just... He understands how to play disguised. the part better. He's disguised. But he he got them manicured nails. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the priests agreed not to accept any more pe- money from the people, and they also agreed to let others take responsibility for repairing the temple. No, what happened was they got busted and were like, right? Okay. Yeah. Then Jehoiada the priest bored a hole in the lid of a large chest and set it on the right-hand side of the altar at the entrance of 
the temple of the Lord. The priests guarding the entrance put all of the people's contributions into the ta- che- into, <laughs> into the chest. Okay. Whenever the chest became full, the court secretary and the high priest counted the money that had been brought to the Lord's temple and put it into bags. Then they gave the money to the construction supervisors who used it to pay the people working on the Lord's temple. The carpenters, the builders, the masons, and the stonecutters. Mm-hmm. They also used the money to buy the timber and the finished stone needed for repairing the Lord's temple, and they paid any other expenses related to the temple's restoration. So they got busted, and then they fixed it. But they got away with it for 23 years. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. The money brought to the temple was not used for making silver bowls, lamp snuffers, basins, trumpets, or other articles of gold or silver for the temple of the Lord. It was paid to the workmen who used it for temple repairs, mm. as it should be. Yeah. None of that fancy shit. You just got to yeah. pay for them repairs. Just get the plumbing in good order, right? okay? Yeah. Make the lights go on. Right. <laughs> put the put the windows, you know, get glass in those windows. <laughs> No accounting of this money was required from the construction supervisors because they were honest and trustworthy men. I mm. don't know about. Mm. I mean, like, how, why were they? Why should we believe that? Were they though? Right? I don't know that. So, like, we're this is like that's like saying that my company is honest and trustworthy. Is it? Like, I I could say on a general level, like, sure, they don't try to outright screw me over. But, like, if I didn't clock in for, like, 20 minutes and and I told them about it and they forgot to punch it in, they're not going to go out of the way to fix that. No. You know, like, so honest and trustworthy trustworthy is subjective there. Like, it's it's not not exactly a... Insofar as they didn't get caught doing anything they shouldn't have. Maybe they were mostly, mostly Maybe they they were good insofar as it was easy. But I bet they took advantage of some shit. I'm sure they did. They're being tossed money and they're like, oh, they're good. They're okay, good. Okay, look. Even the best employee takes a pen from work and brings right, it home. Right, right. And we all, always, we all fill out on the survey that, no, we would never. But we all do. That's because, what I'm saying. Like, every time I saw that question, like, you know how oh. they have those questions where, like, mm-hmm. would you ever steal from, you know, work, including a pen? And I'm like, well, well fuck yeah, I would. Of course I would. And I've is done this it a trick? multiple times. Is this a trick? Because... You know I would, because right. you would. You who typed up this you questionnaire. Prob- you probably have a fucking pen from work at your house right now. You probably typed this up. <laughs> <laughs> you probably um, took a ream of paper home when you were printing this shit out yeah. and were like, nobody will notice. Right. Exactly. Because they won't. Right. And I'm not saying I never took a ream of paper, but you took toilet paper from work once. From a, I, oh, a yeah. place that you worked. Well, I mean, it was during the pandemic and toilet paper was scarce. So, <laughs> you know, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get some just in case. So, you did. You brought home a couple rolls and we right, needed it we and did. we used yeah, it. Because it, yep. it was very scary. It was tight pooping right there it for was, a while. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I always take a pen. And I hate that I hate that those surveys make me lie. They force me to lie. And I don't think that I should be made to feel guilty because let me tell you how many times that I brought my own pens to work right. that got taken by other coworkers right. or their children who played with my color pens. Or how many times does your company take customers. advantage of your time or your right? you know, availability or whatever? Like, like they definitely go the other way with it too. So. Yeah, I feel like I should make them fill out a survey. Right. Like, no, okay, I won't take your pen, but do you promise that you ain't going to bitch at me if I clock out early? Or if I stay late, you aren't going to be like, well, we can't pay you overtime. You are not approved of this. No, fuck the fuck off because you make me stay 
because I can't just walk out in the middle of speaking to a customer. Right. But don't tell me that I'm not going to get paid for finishing that goddamn conversation that I'm required to finish. Right, right. So fuck the fuck off. Yes, I stole your goddamn pen and you stole my time and we are not even square. Right. You still owe me by my count. Exactly. Okay, exactly. sorry. So companies ain't right. Right. That's all. Yeah. And we, we might have a few opinions about that. We might. As a matter of fact, um, one of the upcoming Patreon um, episodes that I wanted to do is about um, corporate corporate, abu- corporate abuse and yeah. how it is emotional abuse. Right. right. And how um, some of the things that are said and done to people, if you said it without the context and somebody thought that it was like your partner, they would literally be like oh you need to break up with him (laughs) right yeah like my sister literally brought that to my attention at the last place i worked yeah i was like telling her um you know oh i need to do this and blah 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 and she was like why they don't appreciate you and i'm like because you know i feel like you know it's important blah 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 and she's like you care more than they do that's emotional abuse right gaslighting your ass right right yeah so anyways i i feel like that's an important episode that we will discuss at some point definitely however Continuing. Yes. The money that was contributed for guilt offerings and sin offerings was not brought into the Lord's temple. It was given to the priests for their own use. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess that was cleared. Was that's it good? Supposed We're okay to be there. That way, I guess. I wonder if they ever just slid a little bit from the other offering into the you mm-hmm. know the guilt and sin offering. They're like, eh, well, I mean, we'll just take a little bit there and put it in this one. Who's there's no who's gonna know? There's no security cameras. Right. Yeah. Right. There's nobody. No one will know. There's no social media. You're not going to get. And caught. they were obviously doing it before, so mm-hmm. like I, I guarantee, at least a little bit still ended up, you of know, slushed over. Of course it did. About this time, King Hazael of Aram went to war against Gath and captured it. Oh, okay. Then he turned to attack Jerusalem. Oh, that asshole. Hmm. <laughs> King Joash collected all the sacred objects that Jehoshaphat. Jehoram and Ahaziah, the previous kings of Judah, had dedicated, along with what he himself had dedicated. He sent them all to Hazael, along with all the gold in the treasuries of the Lord's temple and the royal palace. Okay. So Hazael called off his attack on Jerusalem. Because he's like, there's nothing there to steal. Uh, I I guess. guess. Right? I guess. The rest of the events in Joash's reign and everything he did are recorded in... The Book of Chronicles, Kings, whatever shit thing that we can't see on there. So That we're not allowed to see in this. Right, yeah. Yeah. Joash's officers plotted against him and assassinated him at Beth Millo on the road to Scylla. That didn't work out very well for him. I don't know what the road to Scylla is. Like, Like, and why? Yeah. The assassins were Josachar of Shemeth, or son of Shemeth, and... Jehozabad, son of Shomer, both trusted advisors. Oh, no. Joash was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. Then his son Amaziah became the next king. The end. Okay, so. <laughs> People I, were robbing, and then they stopped robbing, and then they robbed some more, and then and, it's, and like, then a king died and was replaced by his son. The end. Right. I but, mean, I mean, like, there's got to be more. Like, that's they, they always just throw these things out like that, and I'm like, there's got to be more to the story, right? Like, some king dies and his son gets anointed king but like why did they kill him did they kill him because they're working with his son or like there's got to be some sort of like nefarious thing going on behind somewhere because you don't just kill somebody just to kill them right you know there's got to be some reason behind officers plotted against him why do we never get to know their fucking reason i don't know i don't know they didn't like that shit out 
They didn't like them. They wanted more money for their yachts. <laughs> right. I guess. Right. Yeah. So. All right. I guess. Whatever. Well, that was Second uh, Kings chapter twelve, and tomorrow we'll be going over Second Kings chapter thirteen. All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 